Hey, what's up? This is Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 17 of Ask Pat, where I answer your online business questions every single day. And today, the resource I want to share with you is The War of Art. It's a book by Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. My affiliate link, you can go through it. It's askpat.com slash war. But I will let you know there is some sort of crude language in there, but it is such a powerful book. And I'm going to be talking about it a little bit in my answer to today's question by Liz. Liz asks a question about uh, something that we all feel when we're trying something new. So let's check out the question by Liz. Hi, Pat. This is Liz Brazier from the LiveYourLifeNowShow.com and podcast show. And my question for you is around the negative voice in your head. That's the voice that tells us that we're not good enough or who are we to be doing this. And I can see from all your success that you must have some tips and tricks to share with us on how you kind of keep bursting forward and quieting down that voice in the head. For me, I tell it thanks for sharing, but I'd be interested to hear what you've got to share with the audience. So thanks for all you do. I'm recording this question from New Zealand and I'll be back in the US when it warms up there. So look forward to connecting with you wherever we are in the world. Take good care. Thanks. Liz, thank you so much for your question. This is a really, really important topic because this sort of voice in our head that tells us we're not good enough or that we should stop. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we get that from other people too, but we get that from ourselves more often. I see, I feel that at least. And we are really our own worst enemy. And I talked about in the beginning here a resource called The War of Art. If you are really struggling with battles in your head, with going forward and trying something new and being creative, I really, really recommend this book, The War of Art. But again, a little bit of crude language in it, but it really gets to, to the point and really has had a big effect on my life. Um, Stephen Pressfield, the author, he talks about this thing called resistance. I mean, that's that's his word for this thing that happens and shows up when we're going to do something new. Um, and it's not just within business, you know, it's, it's every part of life. Whenever, you know, when you're going to propose to somebody, for example, I mean, that you get scared when you're going to ask somebody out or when you're going to you know, interview for a new job or any of these types of things. The resistance always appears. It always happens to everyone. So first and foremost, just know that this isn't, you know, you're not alone with this. And and even the most successful people, the most famous people, the people who have seen a ton of success, um, they feel this all the time too. I feel it all the time. I, you know, even though I've gone through several cases of this fear and this resistance and doubt in my head, I still feel it when I try new things or even when I don't and I'm just, you know, those, those, those voices in your head, they can really get at you. And really what it's about is not learning how to get rid of them because they're always going to be there, but it's about learning what, what that voice means and also how to control that voice and how to sort of react from it. And, and, and so the first thing I want to say about this is, you know, I feel like it's there. You know, why is it there? Well, it's because it's sort of a security mechanism for humans, right? I mean, we, it's good that we're scared because, you know, if we weren't scared, we might do things we shouldn't be doing, things that are dangerous or might, you know, hurt us, right? Um, but it's there also, I feel, uh, I feel like it's the universe's way of sort of weeding out those who aren't, or, or who aren't really truly wanting to do the thing that they want to do. You know, it's all it, like, I, I really feel that way. Like, it's just the universe saying, hey, you're like, I'm testing you to see if this is something you really want, are you gonna? Are you up to the challenge? Are you going to do it? 
Um, and then from there, really, it's all, all about the mindset. And I, I have a quote that I want to share with you. This isn't, isn't my quote of the day, but it's a quote that relates specifically to this portion of, of this episode. And it's a quote by Henry Ford. He says, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Like I said, we are our own worst enemy. And if we don't think we could do something, there's no way that we're going to do it. And, and, and resistance always comes into play. So there's a number of sort of tricks and things that I do when I start feeling this way. And, and, and often, you know, I get these feelings a, a lot. I mean, I, um, some specific examples I can give you is when I started my online business. You know, when I got laid off and I discovered this world of online business and I started writing an ebook, I mean, the whole process of, you know, just trying something new and, and actually writing a book. And, you know, while I was writing that book, I would, I would, you know, every time I saved a new file, I would just be like, is this something that's going to help? Like, is this worth it? People are going to buy this. People are going to like it. I mean, I, I just so many, I mean, we think the worst things possible. Another example is when I started my YouTube channel or my podcast and, and when I started public speaking. You know, I, I remember specifically a case. This was in 2011 in Chicago. My very first public speaking presentation, those fears and that resistance came into play. And I didn't, something was trying to stop me. And I, I would imagine the worst case scenario ever, which was like getting up on stage, forgetting everything I was going to say, um, you know, having a stand on my shirt and people laughing at me and um, just totally crying on stage, people throwing tomatoes and then running off stage, tripping and then running through the streets, getting hit by a car and lying like, you know, in a coma on a ditch somewhere on the side of the road. Like I literally thought that that could happen. And how, how weird is that? Or how, how dumb does that scenario feel? But that's, those are the things that, that we think about, which is crazy. I mean, we think about crazy things. We always think about the worst case scenario. So I'm going to give you from here forward. Um, oh, even before that, I'm just saying, you know, I'm so glad I got up on stage and I, and, 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 you know, of course I prepared to make sure I didn't forget my lines or, you know, nothing bad was going to happen. But even if something did happen, I mean, really, what's the worst that can happen? And and that's really my first tip for you is is to say, you know, to yourself, you know, when you're going through these situations, you're going to do something, um, cr- you know, different and, and, and what may seem crazy. You just ask yourself, well, really, what's the worst thing that can happen? And when you when you really get realistic with that question, oftentimes the worst thing that can happen isn't that isn't so bad and that can help push you forward and say oh well yeah actually you know like for instance a lot of people worry about sending emails to people uh you know to get them on their interviews uh for their podcast or um, emailing people who are sort of on the a-list level to um you know have them you know write a guest post or something and you know, what's the worst that can happen when you do that? I mean, those fears come into play. Oh my gosh, I'm going to email this person. What if they say no? And what if this and what if that? Well, what's the worst that can happen? They'll not respond or they'll just say no and that's it. I mean, that's it. So you have to do those things. So that's the first tip. The second tip I want to give you is something that I feel is the most important tip actually, and that is surround yourself with amazing like-minded people. You are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most or you converse with the most. And if they are all negative and unsupportive, you yourself will be negative and you will not support your own efforts and you will constantly have these negative thoughts and then not take any action or go back to where you're comfortable. You know, all, this is about getting a little bit uncomfortable. Um, you know, I feel like when the, the resistance comes into play, that's actually a sign that whatever it is on the other end 
is something amazing, something awesome. And that has been the case when I started my online business. Deathly afraid of that, but it's turned out to be the best thing ever. When I started my YouTube channel, I didn't want to put myself on camera and start talking and 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 and, and opening myself up to ridicule and possible, you know, laughing of my voice and all that stuff. Same with my podcast. But I'm so glad I did those things, and my traffic has exploded. I've been able to connect and actually reach more people and help more people out in that way. Same thing when I started public speaking; that fear came into play. But I'm so glad I did it, and now I'm getting. Uh, potential book deals, and I'm getting paid to speak now. I mean, it's 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 awesome the opportunities that are available when you push yourself beyond that comfort zone just a little bit. And you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to take crazy risks, but take a little bit of a risk because without risk, there is no reward. So another tip I have for you um, that I always do is is I celebrate the small wins. You know, we often tackle these huge, amazing, incredible projects that seem like they can take forever and those are scary and those are the things you know seeing how far ahead of the future we may be working on something until it's done is is really scary and that often puts doubt in our head too well we're going to be working so hard for this and we might not even see anything on the other end well you're putting these negative thoughts in your head right away so what i like to do to sort of counter that is to celebrate the small wins so i take those big goals I chunk them up and chop them up into little tiny milestones. And every time I reach one of those milestones, I literally check off a box in my sort of uh, list of, of tasks within that project. And it just feels so good to check that off, like literally check it off with a pencil or a pen and to just celebrate a little bit and just be like, yes, I, I got to the next point, the next milestone. Let's move on to the next. That helps so much. Um, another thing to understand is that failure is part of the process. I mean, you ask any successful entrepreneur um, if, you know, if they've ever failed in their life, if they're honest with you, they will absolutely say yes. And most people will say, oh, yeah, all the time. Um, and, and that's the same with me. And I know everybody uh, you know, who, I, who I talk to quite often who is successful, they've gone through several failures as well. But those failures are incredibly important. I mean, we think as a society, as a society and we're, we're sort of trained when we're little, you know, when we go to school, that failure is bad. You know, when you fail, you get a bad grade on your paper, you got to do it over, you got to repeat your grade, and everything's so bad. Um, you know, failure is good when you're doing business. You Obviously, you don't want to try and fail, but failure is a part of the process of learning from your mistakes, pivoting and adjusting and adapting and moving forward so you can continue toward your goal. So know that failure is going to be there. And again, it's like the universe's way of testing you. Do you really want this? Well, I'm going to put some failures in you. And let's see how bad you really want this. And last but not least, um, I tell myself, and you should tell yourself this too, who who would I be letting down? Or who may not benefit from the help that I can give or or what I have to offer if I don't proceed? Am I going to let my own fears and this resistance get in the way of me actually helping other people? When I think about the audience, the people who are listening on the other end of this microphone, the people who are reading that blog post once it's published or watching that video on the other side, it usually helps me proceed and, 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 and realize that really I'm just being selfish. I'm have, these feelings that I'm having are just my own feelings and they're getting in the way of me helping other people. So keep that in mind too. It's, it's okay to be scared you know, and, and, and feel this way. It's natural. It's going to happen. But how you react to it, how you deal with this resistance that will be there, that will be the difference between success and failure for you. So as I like to say, go toward that resistance because there's something awesome on the other side and just punch it in the face.
That's really what you have to do. So Liz, thank you so much for your question today. I hope everybody out there has benefited from my answer today. Um, as always, if you have a question that you'd like to ask and have featured on the show and also get a t-shirt sent your way, if you do get featured on the show, head on over to askpat.com. Again, you can pick up The Art of War on Amazon. That is my Amazon affiliate link, askpat.com slash war. Uh, is is how you get that. And I will leave a quote with you uh, as we end the show today. This is a quote from Stephen Pressfield in The Art, or excuse me, The War of Art. And he says, are you paralyzed with fear? That's a good sign. Fear is good. Like self-doubt, fear is an indicator. Fear tells us what we have to do. Remember one rule of thumb, the more scared we are of a work or calling, the more sure we can be that we have to do it. See you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable. And the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.